Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. first four albums on vinyl again. Yeah. What do you feel like you've learned from all this reflection? Well, you know, I've learned that, you know, we did something that was really good and it's great to be a part of it. And like doing the book was, it was like going back in a time machine, you know, because you'd sort of don't really think about stuff as deeply as you have to when you're trying to imagine a place that you're going to descriptively write about, if you know what I mean. So you've got to kind of like, throw yourself back in there and remember all the, what it looked like and so I've learned to be able to time travel <laughs> you know like you know the, it's a, it might be like the book side of it was a definitely a reflection but the Bunnymen playing the, the songs and all that it's not really a reflective thing it's just because it, it, it's part of my life it's, um, it's there all the time you know like we go on tour and play these songs so it's kind of never goes away so I'm not really reflecting on, on the albums and I'll, I might be right in the next volume of, you know, the book because I'll be writing about recording them and what we were doing and going away and all that stuff. But the actual album's coming out. And the Chaos of a few couple of years ago, I, I'm like with like sort of special booklets and things, you know, so they're always around, you know. And I did them listening parties, you know, with Tim. Just, yeah, I remember seeing that last year. Yeah, it was really good. I did the four out, first four albums, so I had to play them, and it was the first time for donkey's years, like you know, twenty or thirty years, something like that. So I actually played it from start to finish. Wow, it was you know, surprisingly good. You know, <laughs> like I wrote on my Twitter, you know, um, which the you know, like I did like a poll thing, which was uh, you know to see which was the most popular of the four records, you know. And, um, and I, I call them classics. Some geezer got me up. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> why are you calling them classics? You know, it's like, well, they fucking are classics. <laughs> you know, and, like, there was nothing else around at the time that was kind of like that, you know, that had that sort of clarity to everything. And um, everything was swamped in, like, shitty 80s of 
happening, you know, like chorus echoes, you know, chorus and phaser and all that. It was shite and then horrible big drum sounds and you know, <laughs> we tried to avoid all that early on, you know. Well, it's interesting because before these four records with Echo and the Bunnymen, I know that you'd already done Weird as Fish. You kind of worked on that solo project, which was in a similar, not in a similar sound aesthetically, but it was also trying to do a similar thing where it was experimental and it wasn't going for what was the trend. How did the intentions of what you were doing musically with these first four Bunnymen albums compare to everything you'd done prior as a musician and Weird as Fish and everything in that camp? Well, I think that in, in the Bunnymen, it's always like a sort of, like a, a natural sound that we go for, you know, in a way. Like there's effects and stuff, echoes and reverbs and stuff like that, but we try and keep it, we, we avoid synthesizers quite a lot, you know, there has been a couple of little bits here and there, but not much. So we, we like to keep it sort of, uh, like what I'd say was quite classic rock sound, you know, but the songs aren't always a classic rock format or arrangement, you know. Like I, I don't particularly, you know, sit around learning how to play songs by, I don't know, Eric Clapton or something, because all, all that's kind of based on blues, and that, uh, it's kind of, you end up falling into like these sort of blues cliche licks and stuff, you know, which I don't particularly want to do, because the bands that I like don't really do that, you know. Yeah, they forge their own path. Yeah, that's, that's the idea, it's like, you know, I don't really want to learn anybody else's stuff because I want to create it, I don't want to be a copier, I want to be a creator. And like things come in, you know, you can't help it, you know, I love the Velvet Underground and David Bowie and yeah, the Guinness Stooges and all the rest of them, you know, like everybody else. And all that seeps into the way you play, whether you like it or not, you can't help it. But I don't go out of my way, just kind of sound like that, if you know what I mean. Just sort of, things just happen. Generally the first thing that you come up with is the best as well, that's the weird thing. You know, you sit down with a guitar and it, you just sort of start tinkering around. And I never go to it thinking, oh, I'll do something like this, or I've got this idea in me, I'm not that good, you know, to, to know how, how to do it. So I just sort of put the guitar on and off I go, you know, and then um, I'll find my own little path through it all. It reminds me of, uh, I remember reading an interview with you a while back where you spoke about that you had this theory that the less you play, the more that you stumble upon. Yeah, it's like, you know, you're not, if you know all music theory and all that, and where the, the next note that is going to sound pleasing will be this one or whatever, you don't go down the, the back alleys where you find that it not sound as pleasing, but it's more interesting. So that's the way I sort of look at it. I'd never, I'd never play my guitar. I, only when I'm doing stuff, really. You know, I don't sit around playing it for fun. It's not for fun. It's for creating. Which, is, you know, it's kind of fun, but, you know, got other things I need to do as well. <laughs> so, Are you still doing your painting as well? Yeah, I do odd bits. I'm not, um, not as, I went a bit rabid with that. It was kind of a reaction, really, to, um, like, my wife was dying at the time, like, you know, so it was kind of a kind of way of escaping that, in a way. You know, it's like an escape. So that's, and I really flung myself into it for a while. I've always done odd bits just for fun, you know, and just relax your mind or whatever. It was just something else to concentrate on rather than what was going on. You know, it was grim. Can that ever make it harder to go back to it as well, though, when it's tied to such a, an emotionally intense experience and such a painful experience? Yeah, it, it has a bit. You know, it's kind of... Um, 
I could do other things, you know. I started, I did, started doing collage stuff, which I quite enjoyed. It's, it's kind of weird. It can only concentrate. I can, I like doing loads of different creative things, but I can only sort of concentrate on one thing at a time, almost. You know, it's kind of sometimes the music or painting or collage or like sort of the writing now. You know, so it's it's, it's knowing which one has to take the lead. You know. When you were when you were writing the book, what did that look like? Was that sitting down every day at a desk and devoting a few hours to it, or how did that kind of take shape for you? Yeah, yeah, I I it treated it like a job. You know, every day I'd go down and bash it out. It's I started it before the lockdown. You know, before any of this pandemic thing in 2019. You know, it was just like on the horizon. You know, there's some talk of some weird stuff going on. So I was already kind of well into it by then. And uh, the, the lockdown on the rise, uh, the lockdown on the, you know, all that stuff kind of helped me because I didn't have to go anywhere or do anything, you know. So I could concentrate on it, did it? Like, it took about nine months. Wow. And, and um, it's took, you know, it's been finished for a while, but then you've got to go through all the sort of editing process and kind of proofreading and finding permission for the photos and the cover design and all that. It took ages, all that stuff took not much longer than writing it. You know, so, like I've learnt a lot, you know, and how it all works and everything. Seems to be a lot more honourable than the record business. Yeah? Yeah. You know, it's, it's a lot more kind of, doesn't seem to be as uh, cutthroat. Could there be scope for the record business to change, do you think? came back to these records for the the listening parties last year did it what sort of memories did it bring back that you hadn't thought of in a while just what how good it was you know and how kind of how we had a laugh and everything you know and everyone was sort of um in it together you know it was, it was a lot of camaraderie and you know good times and adventures abroad and stuff like this you know i've never been anywhere so it was kind of opened my eyes Basically, school taught me nothing. It was all going on tour with the bunny men that's taught me everything. I'd say that and I'm having constantly Radio 4 on in the background when I was a kid. That's, that's the only way that I learned anything, really. I'm watching BBC Two films, you know, in the 70s and the 60s. I think in order to learn that, you kind of have to be willing and you really have to seek it out yourself. When you kind of sat down at a desk for six hours a day or whatever, it doesn't really work that way. Well, it's... It, if I was writing a novel or a story, that would maybe be a bit more difficult. But I'm writing my life story, so it's kind of, the story's there, all you got to do is remember the bits. And, and like, you always remember some bits. I remember that time when we did this, remember that time when we did that, you know? And it's kind of, you just got to sort of put it in a, in a line, from in the timeline kind of thing just link them bits up, you know, it, it was, it wasn't that difficult, you know, to, to put it into, the hardest thing really was like making it sound kind of funny and kind of, you know, not boring and not too po-faced and kind of like, oh, look at us, aren't we 
this and I'll be that, you know. So I'm not really like that, you know. I like, I think I'm just the same as everybody else. It just happens that, you know, we were lucky and we got through, got into this position where people dream about being in this position, you know, being in a band and everything. I suppose there was a lot of groundwork done by being, for a start, being into music, you know, um, from a young age and kind of following bands and stuff. But I never really sort of thought I'll be in a band and we'll go around the world and do all that. Never really struck me. It was just like this is a cool thing to do, you know. I like I like creating music. That was it. I think a lot of these bands when they try too hard, it puts people off. Yeah, because there's a certain falseness about it too. When you yeah, want, you know, like you can of, suffocate it if you like, wanted to. Yeah, like. creeping around people at record companies and all that. It's just horrible on that side of it, you know. We let them creep us. <laughs> you know, we've spoken that when you look back to these albums, you kind of realise the classics that they were. When you listen back to them, how did it impact your perception of the band's progression through each of these four records from album to album? Did it change that in any way? Well, I think them four are, you know, the sort of best example. Well, it was the four of us were in the band, so it's a different, you know, a different sort of uh, dynamic anyway. You know, so I think they are the, the, you know, the cream of the crop kind of thing. Like we've done some good stuff since, but I think that them first pairs were hard to beat, really. And I, I, th- I sort of think now we could we could make the best record ever made, and nobody would notice <laughs> or give a crap, you know, because because it's bad off. We've sort of had our time, you know what I mean? Like you can't compare what what we're doing now with what we're doing then. Like there's no, there doesn't seem to be. Like, I think what we're, what we're sort of becoming is a classic band, like the way The Kinks or Love or something like that, like, which is all I ever really wanted to be, you know, so we can't get them days back, can you? You know, Pete's, Pete's dead, like Les has left, and yeah, it's difficult to get it back, but we can do like a good kind of, I don't know what the word is, it's not like a cover band, is it? It's like a representation of them. You know, I play the same thing, the Mac does the same stuff, so it's a difficult one. Either that or you just pack it all in and say, forget it, you know. But then, if you did that, it probably wouldn't be, like you're saying, becoming the, the kind of iconic band that it is today in the same way that the Kings are. You kind of have to keep going to solidify that. Yeah, in a way, but I think we have solidified it now. I think we're getting there now. I think, you know, the fact that, you know, the other thing is we never we never sold vast amounts of records like people seem to think we were, I think people got this perception we were bigger than what we were same with a lot of bands like the, the Smiths and the Velvet you know, Underground and stuff oh yeah well yeah similar like what did they sell you know 60,000 records or something up until 1980 odd or whatever and then you know and they always say don't they everybody that bought one of the records started a band <laughs> you know whether that's true or not is another story I don't know it's a complicated and weird world which I live in, and it's not always great. What do you think has been the biggest challenge that you've overcome as a group in reaching where you are today? A peak and kill was pretty challenging, but we, we, we sort of already broke up with Mac at that point. So it was kind of like, depends which band you're thinking about. Desperately trying to think of a challenging thing, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's more um, a personality situation where personalities clash a lot you know so it's being able to deal with that when when would you say you feel most emotionally connected to your own music 
you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. Mm. 